The head of a Canadian deep-sea mining startup says it's now a question of when rather than if commercial-scale mining will happen. The comment comes as the UN organisation in charge of deep-sea mining in international waters wraps up its meetings in Kingston, Jamaica, where it was agreed more time is needed before mining rules are adopted. Caleb Fotheringham has more. The International Seabed Authority, or ISA, met to discuss the rules around mining in the high seas. The ISA's council meeting finished last Friday, agreeing that no deep-sea mining code would be adopted, but discussions will continue in November and into 2024. Gerard Barron, chief executive officer of mining startup The Metals Company, is confident deep-sea mining in international waters will eventually get the green light. Nauru is also able to submit an application for the company to mine without regulations in place, after the island nation triggered a clause known as the two-year rule in 2021. However, a spokesperson for the metals company says it wants to start mining when regulations are finalised and not before. James Heater from Greenpeace is still worried about the company, saying it is trying to pressure the ISA to make a decision sooner than it should. They're trying to manipulate the system to make it work in their favour. They're trying to push for regulations to be completed sooner than they should be. They're trying to push for deep-sea mining to go ahead. Pacific Network on Globalisation's deep-sea mining spokesperson, Joey Toe, says more time is needed before regulations are adopted. There is strong pushback from civil society that we should not adapt or agree to regulations anytime soon. You know, we're far from reaching this point and we need more time, we need more science to better inform these regulations if we are to move forward. Mr Toe wants countries to call for a moratorium on deep-sea mining. We're calling that no application or scope of work should be approved by the ISC and the Assembly should vote for a moratorium or a precautionary pause. The list of countries calling for at least some sort of pause because of environmental concerns grew this month to around 20. Mr Heater from Greenpeace says there is a list of concerns. It's potentially going to harm fragile ecosystems and disrupt deep-sea processes that are really poorly understood by science at the moment. What we do know is that deep-sea mining is a really highly destructive practice. It bulldozes the seafloor, decimates sea life and biodiversity. It also potentially releases huge amounts of carbon. However, environmental manager with the metals company, Dr Michael Clark, says NGOs like Greenpeace have made its position on a lack of data. He says the metals company have been collecting information in the clarion Clipperton zone where they intend to mine for the last 10 years. It always amazes me on how you can take such a forceful position when the data hasn't been collected yet, you know, when you're not fully over the data and you haven't fully investigated the claims that you're making. Dr Clark says a lot of work has been done to reduce the impact of the plume to a level that is acceptable. He also says it's a common myth that mining will cause huge amounts of carbon to be released. The amount of CO2 that will be emitted from the riser pipe on a daily basis will be equivalent to the ship's captain revving the engine a couple of times. That's the order of magnitude, so it's negligible. Dr Clark says they're in the final stretch of completing the environment impact assessment.